Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Curious John podcast. This is your host Onome. Some of you may be wondering why I didn't release any episode last weekend and uh, it's simply because I had a sort of busy time last weekend and I couldn't get any free time to put together an episode and upload it. So I just want to talk about I want to say a brief, I want to say some things about the last episode that I uploaded and the next one that I am going to have. So in the last episode I had a conversation with Randall Rouser who is an associate professor of theology in Taylor Seminary Canada. And uh, we talked about his book Jesus Loves Canaanites where he tries to offer a different approach to the problems of uh, some of the violence in the Old Testament of the Bible. Now, if you know me very well, I do often bring up the uh, I bring up the topic of violence in the Bible because I think I actually think it's a problem for Christians. It's a problem for Christians. It's a problem for Jewish people as well. And uh, some of the usual responses that i do get from apologists on the issue of old testament violence are not usually they're always very uh they're not usually satisfactory and uh, what randall does in his book he tries to like he argues that yeah such responses are not satisfactory and he tries to present an alternate view so i want to i just want to say a bit a, i want to say some some things about um Randall Rouser before I actually talk about the approach he offers and uh, he's someone that I actually appreciate his work very well because he tries to he, he reflects on issues of faith very well and he tries so hard to understand where non-Christians are coming from. I, have, I noticed that a lot of Christians are usually they are very dismissive towards people that are skeptics and it doesn't really help conversations but Randall tries to like he tries to understand where the skeptic is coming from as much as possible and uh what he does is not some it's not something that is very easy because uh it's very when you strongly believe something to be true and obvious it may be quite difficult for you to understand where other people are coming from and uh you may fall into the trap of dismissing them this is not just something that Christians do i have noticed 
Muslims do it. I've, I've even noticed atheists do it as well. I've noticed atheists, agnostics, skeptics do it as well. So, uh, you trying to be open-minded and actually understanding where somebody else is coming from is not very easy, and you have to like try to like train yourself to do it very well. And uh, I think, I think um, Randa Rouse actually does it quite well. So that's why I appreciate what he does a lot. Uh, so uh, the view he presents in the book, uh, of course, I would like you to listen to that episode yourself and you could even try to get the book if you you are able to uh it may actually help you a lot if you if you are especially if you are a christian that you actually read you read these passages and you struggle with them you may actually you may want to take a look at the the perspective he presents so first of all he argues from moral intuition that you can't have god commanding something like the clean of babies and what he says is that a lot of Christians would agree that God can't command rape for morally sufficient reasons. And he thinks you could actually use that moral intuition to say God can't command the killing of babies for morally sufficient reasons as well. It's not something that God would do. But now what do you do with passages that actually claim God commanded these type of things at some period of time? What do you do with the passages? Do you say the passage is false? Or do you see God actually commanded it and you, you start to question God's character? Yeah, so the approach he offers is that, he, of course, there is this concept of progressive revelation that a lot of Christians agree with. A lot of Christians believe that uh, God has revealed himself gradually over time. And when it comes to the person of Jesus Christ, there is a sort of perfect revelation of God. But people in the Old Testament didn't understand god the way uh, people understand god after the after god has been revealed in the person of jesus christ so that's just what progressive revelation is so he tries to tie in this concept of progressive revelation into his reading of the bible so what he would say is that passages that contain uh that say that are that ask god to uh that have god rather to to command things like uh genocide or the killing of babies uh it would say those passages are actually uh, there's there's the influence of the human author in them so god didn't actually command these things but the human author is writing about god in his own limited understanding of god at that time so that's the sort of perspective that it takes in uh in talking in talking about such passages like this but now somebody may say okay why if god inspired the bible and he even inspired the uh, the canon itself. So he, he, God got to direct which which um which books got into the canon and which ones stayed out. Like why would God allow passages that uh, that sort of misrepresent his character into the canon? Uh, so what Rounder would say to a question like that is that okay, God is trying to teach you something else with those passages. He doesn't just want you to read them and say okay. God commanded the cleanings of babies and things like that. He's trying to teach you maybe a deeper message or something. And uh, that's just the sort of view he approaches these passages with. Of course, what I just did is a very rough summary. But if you listen to the full episode, or if you even try to maybe read the book, you are going to uh, get a better understanding of where it's coming from. And I really, I mean, really interested in listening to 
Christians on this issue. Like, I want to know how you, uh, how you find his perspective. I want to know if there are things that there, if you have any good points that you want to use to argue against his perspective or things like that. Uh, I would like if you do that. I could even, of course, you could you could talk to him directly because his um links are in the if you check the check out the last episode you see his links there and you could reach him out directly but of course i am interested in knowing what you think about these things all right so i there was one part of the part of that um, episode where i talked about my my position on faith and i think i may confuse some people so i just want to make a bit of clarification there uh, i said when it comes to general concept of deities or gods i am agnostic but when it comes to the God of the Bible, I am an atheist. And what I mean is by that, in fact, I even I learned a better uh, a better term to describe my position, and it's just called local. It's called local atheism. So generally, I am agnostic. But when it comes to specific deities, I don't believe they exist, and that's just that's what local atheism is. But when it but like I said, when it comes to general God, you can just call me agnostic. So what I mean is that. Uh, for the God of the Bible, I don't believe the I, I don't believe the God described in the Bible actually exists, and this even ties into the conversation I had with Randarosa, and I think he's going to agree with me. He's going to say, "Yeah, if you want to take the Bible and you want to say the way the Bible describes God to be is how God is hundred percent, you are going to run into a being that is sort somehow, somehow contradictory." Something like a square circle, and we all know a square circle can't exist. So that's why that's why I say I I, I believe the God of the Bible doesn't exist. Now, of course, his own his view that is coming from could be correct. The let's say the Bible could actually be inspired by a God like he thinks, and there are some of these passages that don't describe this God well. Of course, that's very that's something that is uh, is doesn't sound impossible to me. But if you are trying to say the way the the way God is described in the Bible, that's how God is hundred percent. Like a lot of Christians believe, uh-huh, then towards that being, I I strongly believe that being doesn't exist because it's just like you are telling me to believe in a square circle. Yeah, and when it comes to a general concept of a deity, of course, I say I am agnostic because I feel, uh, I feel it's not something that we can falsify. We can't prove it wrong. We can't, we can't prove it correct. Like. A deist sort of God, for instance. Now there are people that believe in a sort of first, first cause God. If you look at the, if you look at a lot of early scientists, they were all deists. They believe that there is a God that is behind the universe and everything that exists, but they don't believe this God is personal, and they don't believe the God interacts with his creation like uh, Christians, Muslims, and Jews believe. So gods like that, it, they are really not. Uh, they are really, they are not very falsifiable. Like you can't prove them wrong. You can't prove them right. You can even you can try to make some sort of argument there, but they are not usually conclusive. And that's why I say I am agnostic towards such being, and towards anything like a supernatural realm and stuff like that. That's why I I claim agnosticism. So I hope that makes sense. So the next episode that I am going to upload, it's just a it's a conversation I had with someone on uh laws against same-sex relationships in nigeria uh, i don't think these laws are justified now i want you to i want you to listen to this the 
conversation that I'm that uh, I had with this person, and I want to know if you, I want to know where you stand on the issue. And of course, notice that we weren't even trying to argue if same-sex relationship is something that is moral or not. What we are just trying to argue is if the laws that are put in place, the fourteen years imprisonment stuff, if they actually, if there is justification for them, and. Uh, yeah, just look forward towards that episode. I know it's going to offend a lot of people. I think I'm going to try to warn as much as possible before I uh, I upload it. So uh, that's all I have to say in this episode. Thank you for listening as usual and bye for now.